0: Thank God it's Friday, you're listening to TGIF, the horror movie podcast that brings you all the casual conversations about your favourite or not-so-favourite horror movies with your host, me, Kat. This week, I am joined by founder of the Super Marcy Marcy Network, Cinephile and podcasting extraordinaire Marcy. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah, you're back. Um, Sorry about my... I'm not even going to edit that because people know me now. (laughs) (laughs) They know what to expect. You'll be fine. (laughs) Can cats speak this week? No, (laughs) no. (laughs) So, um, we we have had you on the show before talking about boys in the trees, and I recently spoke to somebody who said that they are going to watch that movie because of our podcast episode. Awesome, which is really exciting because I'm just like, yeah, watch that. Yes, movie. Um. Still can't convince my sister to watch it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. She really loved uh, the lead actor in uh, Baby Teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So she's always trying to get me to watch that. I'm always trying to get her to watch Boys in the Trees. <laughs> it's an ongoing cycle at this stage. Oh, <laughs> just need to do that double feature and
1: get it out the way.
0: We should do. We, I should have a Zoom movie on it with her. Just watch those two. Get to watching those films. Yeah. Um, so tell us what you've been up to lately with the podcasting. Uh, we've well, just been
1: really busy because we bring out two shows a week, and that definitely keeps us busy, and we have a schedule which we've never had before. Not up until this year. <laughs> and um <clears throat> sorry, i got frogs in my throat for some reason. <laughs> uh yeah, it's keeping us really busy because we have like so many podcasts to do. <laughs> um but yeah pretty much it's going really well and uh the website supermarcy.com covered the fantasia film festival Ooh. um i was a bit too busy even though we we're in lockdown um <laughs> to actually participate this year but i did last year and it was good um but yeah just been working on all sorts of stuff and keeping the podcast going that's and so discovering exciting. um the weirdest movies and that's pretty much what we do Ooh, what's the weirdest movie you've discovered lately? Uh, Probably Voyage of the Rock Aliens that uh, Bede (laughs) picked for one of the Tubi (laughs) Tuesdays.
0: Oh, I forgot. Yeah, Tubi Tuesdays. Because I always see you posting that you're watching something and I'm like, oh, God, what is it this week?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I blame Bede for that movie, but (laughs) it was glorious.
0: (laughs) I mean, I found some quite good movies on Tubi, I'm not going
1: to lie. Tubi has, like, some really good stuff, but then you never find the good stuff because they just have all the cheap and nasty stuff everywhere. (laughs) So makes it amazing. (laughs) you
0: got to put that VPN on, get that US content. I mean, I watched, uh, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is on there.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of classic stuff on there. Yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah. It's really weird.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We should get all that shit here. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It Socks is what it is. Stuck under my feet. Um <laughs> having a little bit of a moment. Uh, so this week we are talking about The Guest, which I'm so excited for because I love this film. Uh, tell us, tell me, us, why you picked this film. Uh, pretty simple. I love this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um It's probably one of my, I guess, from films in the last, say, 20 years or so, it's probably one of my absolute favourites. It just, from when I first saw it, I was just like, wow, this was so good. And I've watched it several times since. I've probably watched it maybe three times already this year, just randomly. It is on, I think, Shudder.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I had to hire it to watch it, So because my Shudder account is... Australia is having like a shutter issue at the moment mm. with like processing payment and not oh. renewing subscriptions, yeah. and I'm just I I keep trying to get my subscription going again. So yeah, I oh, actually please. had to hire this to watch it. So. Uh,
1: I have it on Blu-ray somewhere, but I what? know it is getting uh, the 4K treatment, nice. which I will have to add to my collection. But yes, yeah, plain absolutely. and simple, I just freaking love this movie and uh dan stevens is so good in this film
0: yes he's really he's great uh i haven't seen him in many films beyond like the guest and beauty and the beast
1: mm. uh,
0: i found out that he's british yes i was like what he does the southern like Barnum yeah right? accent and i'm like <laughs> are, you, are you sure he's british but yeah, yeah. he's fantastic
1: he he he's uh, his accent is on point in this movie yeah
0: that's really cool. Maybe because there's like a thing that like these British actors mm. like Robert Pattinson even can do. Is Ro- no, Robert Pattinson's not British, is he? Yes, he is. He is? Okay, I got yeah. that right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he just do like a, an American accent fantastically. It's yeah, amazing.
1: I mean, as not being an American, I mean, I found it fairly convincing. Uh, but he did get his start, I suppose, on Downton Abbey.
0: Yes, yes, I did. And, read he was um, in that, but I haven't watched that. Yeah, I haven't watched
1: it either. And if I'm telling my mom who Dan Stevens is, it's like he was this character in Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah, She'll I be like, like oh, oh, okay, yeah. Him. Oh, yeah, he's he's good looking. I go, yeah, obviously. I
0: have. A, <laughs> I can't watch any British television shows that aren't comedies. <laughs> I just if it's not like Blackadder or you know. Um, uh Monty Python I'm like eh, I don't really get it (laughs) why isn't this funny
1: (laughs) yeah I um I always go back to like the IT crowd
0: (laughs) yeah always black books I feel like my dad did this to me it's his fault that I can't watch British (laughs) shows without expecting it to be funny
1: yeah I mean my mum watches like so many British shows like she likes the dramas the crime shows I probably tend to watch like the crime shows i don't i don't know why it is i just like crime shows i guess but um yeah. i find because they do like shorter seasons it's definitely very engaging at least yeah but, that's yes
0: yeah, yeah. so my grandma's watching a new show at the moment called traces oh. mm, it's on iview at the moment if everybody if anybody is interested on abc oh. iview iview <laughs> is pretty good yeah there's some really great stuff on there i actually mm. watched uh oh okay Near, near dark was on there oh no oh. that was on
1: sbs oh well one or the other they both have a lot of like good
0: stuff yeah it's really surprising mm. australian yeah. tv for free thanks mm. very good <laughs> all right let's <laughs> dive into the film so yeah. a little bit about the guest it is a 2014 american thriller directed by adam wingard and written by simon barrett the film stars dan uh, dan stevens and uh Micah? Maker maker monroe with a supporting cast that includes Leland, also Sheila Kelly, Brendan Meyer, and Lance Reddick. It tells the story of a US soldier uh, by the name of David who unexpectedly visits the Peterson family, introducing himself as a friend of their son who died in combat in Afghanistan. Uh, after he has been staying in their home for a couple of days, a series of unexplained deaths occur, and the daughter, Anna, suspects David is connected to them. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Anna's the only logical person in this entire movie.
1: Yeah, she kind of was, (laughs) to be fair.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there right away. That uh, everyone should have listened to Anna. But anyway. Mm. Just a foreshadowing comment. (laughs) Yeah. Just a little bit. (laughs) uh, So... At the start of the film, it is uh, early morning and we see a young man running along the side of a country road. He has a military backpack on and he's wearing a military uniform. Uh, and then we see the title card, which reminds me of like uh, an 80s kind of thriller mm. with like, yeah. chest. and I was like, yeah. oh, that feels 80s. I love yeah. that.
1: Yeah, there's such an 80s vibe with this film.
0: Yeah, t- for the hop. yeah. So it- I really like. It definitely carries on through the whole mm. film with uh, the soundtrack, and then even just like the grainy texture of the film yeah. in general.
1: Mm. It definitely has this kind of eighties, just I think all all over feel, but it's definitely its own thing as well. Yeah, which I find very cool because
0: they kind of like in this like small town that kind of mm. looks like it got lost in time and just mm. left there. <laughs> Oops, yeah, sorry, you you get to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we meet uh, some of the, the Peterson family. Luke, their son, and Spencer, their the father and husband of the family, sit across from each other at the dining table. Luke is eating breakfast, and they're quite quiet. They don't really chat to one another. They just chill out. Mm. Uh, Laura, who play, is the mother, enters and sits down having her cup of coffee. Eventually, both Luke and Spencer leave to go to work. So, Yeah. We definitely see that the dynamic is kind of okay, but uh, as we know from the Mm. summary of the film, they've recently lost a family member. So it's a little bit drab. Mm. Spirits are down. Yes. (laughs) I say that (laughs) like losing someone wouldn't do that. (laughs) But um, uh, Laura sits on the sofa in their living room in front of the television, staring off into space. There's a look of pain across her eyes. Uh, The doorbell rings and startles Laura, snapping her out of her uh, trance. Entering the door, she discovers a young man, uh, the exact same young man that we saw running along the road at the opening of the film. Mm -hmm. What is he doing here? What is he doing there indeed? He introduces himself to Laura as David. David. (laughs) <laughs> and he says i knew your son caleb we served together we were friends mm. so immediately laura invites him in yes <laughs> like, he she, says she's the magic like, oh, words <laughs> in the <you come."> gum. <laughs> yeah uh yes very interesting because laura just always looks like she's on the verge of tears mm. like constantly like just drop her the hat she's going to be bawling her eyes right yeah, out she does she's... she has that look yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, They sit in the living room, and we discover that David had recently been discharged uh, from the army, and yes, had served with Laura's son Caleb. He had ran all the way to their home from (laughs) Fort Kenilworth. (laughs) How how far? I wonder. She says that's like something twenty miles or something. I have no
1: idea, because she's like, "How did you get here?" It's like, I ran here.
0: it, it ran from
1: where the bus stop the train
0: station i don't maybe i missed something where? But, uh, <laughs> she does say that was like 20 miles which is like 35 kilometers yeah no that's totally say, oh, that only a nut job well only yeah. a nut job wouldn't run that far. Uh. uh and she says you know why are you here and he says oh why am i here here like here here um you know, I I knew Caleb. Uh, we were really close. And he, uh, one of the things he asked me, uh, asked, he asked was for me to check on you all. The way he speaks is really difficult to read out. <laughs> uh, you and your whole family here. And he wanted me to tell you that he loved you. He specifically wanted me to tell each one of you that he loved you and that he was thinking you you guys up until the end. I said I'd do that, so here I am. So he seems pretty like I just yeah. want to. I just want to do the right thing by Caleb.
1: Yes. It all seems very sincere to start with. Like he
0: Yeah.
1: He's got this knowledge, so you're like, okay. You've got seems, some insiders,
0: all right. That seems
1: plausible. And then um I think it's <clears throat> um kind of just after that when um there's the photo where we see Caleb and then yeah. David is there. So that's also like a confirmation of his story
0: yeah and you know um david acknowledges that it's upset laura yes and i don't think upset her but kind of brought her out of this mm. um denial that yeah. she was in
1: yeah or I has so. been in yeah
0: yeah and she um she has a bit of a, a sob to herself before mm. seeing david in the Photo, and you know he's like, "Oh, all right, I better get going now. Um, I don't have a phone, but let's uh, exchange emails." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sure thing. And of course, she says, "No, no, no. You stay. Um, I want you to meet Anna. She's Caleb's youngest sister, and um, she'll be she'll be getting up soon. So later, Anna wakes up to the sound of laughing and heads out to find Laura and David chatting away. uh, David tells them that he has plans to go to Florida, but he's staying at a motel down the street. But Laura offers him to stay with them for a night. And I was like, ah, <laughs> you've snuck your way in, haven't you, mate? Yeah. It's like he just, when you reflect back on it after everything that happens, you're like, he yes. knew all the things to he say. He knew
1: exactly how to manipulate the situation to That's his so benefit.
0: crazy.
1: Yeah. And
0: I was like, ah, he's a little he, supplement. So Laura prepares Caleb's room for David to stay, which I think is super icky.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely (laughs) is. It's like, are you sure?
0: That's like your son's room. Mm. Like everything is still where she left it.
1: Yeah. It's like,
0: mm, I don't know. Do you want to do that? (laughs) 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 So Luke who we met earlier that morning, is at school and he's leaving. Oh, no, sorry. He's walking through Mm. the hallways when he's slammed into some lockers by some of the cool kids. Definitely Mm. not, wasn't, I was definitely Luke at school.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I didn't get, like, smashed into lockers. but. I didn't hang around the cool kids. Oh, no, me
0: neither. I did in year seven and eight because at my school, the music kids were the cool kids. So oh. if you were a performing arts kid and you did music, <laughs> you were at like the top of the oh, hierarchy wow. of cool kids. I don't know how that worked <laughs> I don't worked know how out. that worked either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, over time I was like, ooh, this is icky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yes. So later that day, Laura picks up Luke from school and we get the kind of gist that they don't Mm. talk very much because Luke Mm. is kind of very shut off and withdrawn from talking with Mm. his mum. So they just, I don't know, they just, you can tell how deep this loss has Mm. impacted their family.
1: Mm. I mean, I think you kind of get the impression that Luke probably had his brother to talk to more than anyone and... It's not like he wants to tell his mum, hey, the kids are being mean to me at school. Exactly.
0: Well, you don't want to tell your mum that stuff. Your mum's yeah. going to go into school and embarrass you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> See later in the film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh,
0: so later that evening, they're getting ready for dinner and Luke asks uh, David if he knew his brother. And then they just awkwardly sit in silence across from one another at the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luke's just like, cool. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And that is
0: it. Laura and Spencer in the hallway having a whispering argument about David. (laughs) Very loud. (laughs) And I like how Spencer's like, he could have the PTSD. He could have
1: the PTSD.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, you know, Laura, we can't invite a stranger to stay with us, even if he was friends with Caleb. And I was like, yes, sense. Thank you, Spencer. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. But um you know Laura obviously wants to feel close to her son and yeah. that's that's okay but also in retrospect hindsight is 2020 right mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah and uh she went hook line and sinker into that oh
0: t- yeah
1: trap i suppose oh, you yeah. call it yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap <laughs> it's a trap uh at the dinner table david makes a comment about how Luke looks like he's been hit Luke tells him he got hit by a football because he wasn't paying attention. Uh, Spencer uh, returns back to the dining room and offers David a beer, which he says, nah, it's all good. Mm. After dinner, Anna is outside swinging on the swings with her boyfriend, Zeke. They're smoking a joint and Zeke asks, how long does she think that David will be hanging around for? Anna tells Zeke that she doesn't like David. She... See? Mm. Common sense.
1: Straight away, she wasn't liking him, but I'm like, maybe she kind of did, but didn't know what to make of him. Yeah. She was still
0: strange danger mode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's more like, who is this? This is not my brother. Why are you here? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but she did say to Zeke um she doesn't like that her parents have kept Caleb's room like a shrine, mm. and that they also don't need David being around the place like a walking, breathing reminder mm. of Caleb. Mm. Which, which you know, Anna's grieving as well, and this is a little mm. bit of her, um, yeah, her story behind how she feels about everything. Mm. And I think it's just a bit of a projection, really.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's more like yeah, exactly, like projecting and how she feels about obviously how things are at home the death of her brother we get more just from a simple little conversation gives us you know enough uh, kind of character development to kind of get get her I suppose (laughs) yeah Uh,
0: and I do like Anna um I can't Mm. the actress I've seen her in so many films and I can't i should have written them down i can't remember any and i of honestly them.
1: cannot remember what she
0: was in. <laughs> she's in a lot and the, she and has been my brain's yeah. like no don't don't worry Kat. that's not important information yeah. to write down
1: no i don't remember Maybe every time <laughs>
0: uh anna, after their conversation anna returns to the house and tells everyone she's going to bed uh david is on the floor helping luke with some mass homework uh and uh spencer offers him a beer which he does take uh on the way to her room and it goes into caleb's room and goes through david's rucksack not finding anything of value or what she was really expecting for uh expecting for expecting for <laughs> expecting to find <laughs> to find expecting to find <laughs> um she lifts the pillow on the bed discovering a pistol uh, sink, letting that little bit of info sink in. She mm. quickly puts the pillow back over it to look up and see David looking at her from the doorway. She tells him, "I'm sorry, I just come in here sometimes." David apologizes as Anna gets up and heads back to her bedroom. So David's mm. a little bit creepy.
1: He's very creepy. He and, he he has these uh senses, and he knew she was
0: in there. Ah, <laughs> uh, he creeps like just these moments where he does things like this. Mm. I'm like, ugh super sensory hearing (laughs) (laughs) Uh, later that night spencer and david are sitting on the couch watching a sports show on television spencer is a little bit drunk having (laughs) and complaining about alan who has a degree has only been at the Mm. company for for four years and is already a regional manager so spencer we see a little bit about spencer's like Mm. own personal issues that he has going on um and he's complaining about how nobody respects him. Mm. Uh, and David tells him, your wife respects you, sir. <laughs> uh,
1: so random,
0: but okay. <laughs> thanks. I don't work with my wife and she's not my boss and not going to promote me. Yeah, pretty much. But thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, after some awkward silence, Spencer asks David what his plans are. He says he's thinking about heading down to Florida on a bus to look for some jobs, and Spencer insists that he should hang around for a few more days. So he always knows I know what's going to get me here longer.
1: Mhm creepy yeah, creepy See, day. he he realized like he'll engage more with the dad once he's got some beers in him, and then he's gonna be like, "Oh, yeah, you stay." good.
0: At it, even though you've got yeah. the PTSD he has the PTSD the PTSD <laughs> <laughs> it just shows like how um little people do know about yeah. PTSD <laughs> yeah it's so
1: accurate because that's how someone <laughs> would say it who doesn't know what it is
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely the ptsd i'm gonna laugh about i'm gonna as someone with ptsd i'm gonna laugh about that for a little while still the ptsd oh no it's the ptsd (laughs) Uh, so the next day after school luke is seen leaving the school amongst a sea of other students he looks kind of withdrawn like he's Mm. got no friends yeah the usual for him the usual (laughs) looks like a pretty cool kid to me so i don't mm. understand why he's a loser or why the, ki- the other kids yeah think kids he's are a just loser. mean they don't oh, care that too kids are fucking nightmares mm-hmm. says me he's gonna be a high school teacher but <laughs> mm-hmm. you gotta put them in place when you're a teacher no yeah. uh, i will not punch <laughs> my students actually i was speaking about that with my grandma today i was like how do you teach students about consequences for their behavior mm. like at school failing didn't bother me so the consequence of failing something, I was like, oh, so? Yeah. You're not going to keep me here. Mm. I was like, how do I teach kids about consequences? <laughs> it's such a strange concept. It is a little bit. Mm. So obviously these kids have no consequences, which we do learn about further on in the mm-hmm. film. Yeah. we. I, I think that these kids just have almost
1: like a run of this town.
0: Yes, yeah, it And it's like, oh, like it, huh? pick
1: on whoever I want.
0: I'll do what I kind want. Kind of
1: mentality. And it's like, no, just piss off.
0: Fucking small towns. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so it turns out David's come to pick up Luke.
1: Yes. On this I'll, day. I love the reaction that Luke has. He's like, Gets in the car, then takes him a few seconds to be like, wait a second, you're not what my you, mom. <laughs>
0: what are you doing here? Oh, that's uh, great. But I like how David asks him if he has any friends, and Luke's like, yeah, I've got heaps of friends. But yeah. they're, on- they're online.
1: Yeah. He's like, I need to act cool, but shit, it's not going to work. Oh,
0: fuck. David's got me. <laughs> <laughs> uh so david continues just watching all these kids come out and luke's a little bit impatient like are we Mm. gonna go yet and david says uh you should show me who hit you yesterday and luke's like nah i got hit with a football Mm. (laughs) and david just stares at him and he's like and luke asks what are you going to do and david says nothing bad So eventually Luke points to a group of older students, which includes Mike, Ian, and Jason. And they are hanging around two of these pickup trucks in the school parking lot, one of their stereos playing incredibly loud music. That had annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. And Luke says that Mike and Ian are the worst. They harass him more than the others. He says they're they're, um, something about they're the biggest assholes or they're more of a jerk mm. or something something along mm. those something lines. Something like that, yeah. I can't remember exactly what it is either. <laughs> <laughs> when the trucks of the older students uh, leave the school parking lot, David starts the car and follows them out. He follows them all the way to a bar that Luke says will serve alcohol to you if you're on the football team. I'd mm. join the football team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now nah, I'd probably be like, you know what? I don't like sports. <laughs> I'd join the football team for a beer. <laughs> I don't like beer. Oh, see, that's... <laughs> we might differ on that opinion.
1: <laughs> I'm not much of a drinker, so... Oh, like, look, yeah. either am I. <laughs> be like, meh, I could just go in there and hang out. Like, that's cool. True, yeah,
0: true. I'm like, they should just let me in because I'm cool. Yeah. I'm going to be on the football team. I'm not cool. They would not let me in if it was based <laughs> on that. <laughs>
1: I'll just put on my cool shades and be like, "No, you're letting me in. <laughs>
0: I've got my aviators on. Let me in." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, David follows them into the car park and pulls up and tells Luke he feels like a beer, so he's going to go inside. <laughs> you can you can stay if you want. Eventually, Luke follows uh, David into the bar, who waves him over to his table at the back of the room. Uh, we hear um, two of the footballers talking to one of each, uh, to one another, saying, look at this shit, what the fuck? And the other one responds with, maybe that's his boyfriend or something. It's yeah, like, what? So what if
1: it was?
0: <laughs> that's what do
1: you like, care? It's like, dudes, this this guy is bigger than you. He's way more good looking than you. <laughs>
0: he's incredibly handsome
1: yeah it's like mate just shut your mouth already
0: (laughs) shut up get out of here actually i uh i had something absolutely crack me up today so i'm watching the walking dead Mm -hmm. um i have tried to face my fear and phobia of zombies and i'm up to like episode eight or nine now Mm. and there's this scene where daryl Dixon. He shoots a zombie who's groaning and he's like shut up and <laughs> I was like, that'd be me in the zombie yeah. apocalypse i'd be like shut the fuck up
1: just shut up and just <laughs> smash another hammer in his head
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god will you just shut up <laughs> and it just cracked me up because i was like that'd be me in a yeah. zombie. Oh, yeah <laughs>
1: I think that's why I like these. Some of these characters are like way too relatable in some ways.
0: Oh yeah, I've I I definitely relate to to Daryl. Yeah, weirdly, he's really good. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, someone said to me, "Oh, you know, uh, there's going to be a, they they really go all out with the body horror from season two onwards." And I was like, "Do you know what one of my favorite genres of horror is?" <laughs> I was like, "It's fine. <laughs>
1: Don't worry <laughs> yeah. about
0: me." But thanks for the heads up. It's like, <laughs> oh, this horror thing has horror elements? Oh, hmm. uh, see, my, yeah, my zombie, <laughs> I actually research zombie phobias and it's there's actually a term for it. Oh. I don't know how to say it, but I was like, what? I thought I was alone in this. Apparently no, I'm not. It, does, it sounds like it's a very real thing. Yeah, it sounds like it would be a very common thing too.
1: Yeah, it would be.
0: I mean, I have a fear of dentists. So. That's fair. Yeah. I get fuck that. Those guys, fuck off! Shut I up. spent way <laughs> too long in dental chairs during my mm-hmm. teen years, so they don't bother me anymore. Yeah, I spent way too long when I was in primary school, and
1: that scarred me for life. Ah, oh, so. fair.
0: See, nope. it's that age. Yep. no uh, dentist for me. So the football team are sitting on the other side of the bar, making fun of Luke. And David waves the bartender over and orders uh, a fireball for himself, a which sounds delicious.
1: I was like, By way. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes,
0: please. I'm like, no, I don't want to burn my insides out today. Oh, you don't like you don't like spicy? Not that bad. No. Oh, see, Tabasco to me is not even spicy. I'm like, oh, that's it's like pepper sauce.
1: Yeah, um, like that
0: much Tabasco, but like, no, no, yum. tiny little bits, okay. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> he orders a Coke for Luke and then decides decides to order some drinks for the football team and the girls with them. For the girls he orders a blowjob shot and for the guys, cosmopolitans.
1: (laughs) I love how this scene plays out where he's talking to the bartender and he's got this big smirk on his face and the bartender's like, you can't do that. And he's like, "Mm -hmm." here's $100. He's like, "Uh, they're underage, I think I can do whatever the fuck I
0: want in your bar. (laughs) Drinking cheap beer. Give them some Cosmos. <laughs> uh, when the drinks arrived, the football guys are not impressed. No. They come over to Luke and David's table saying, thanks for the drinks, but we don't want them. Throwing their Cosmo in David's face. Bad was idea, is it? Mistake number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest mistake. And I love just David's, um, like, stoic... mm like just wiping his face yeah very uh slowly and Mm. like patiently and it's kind of like okay what's gonna happen now
1: yeah he's like waiting for the right (laughs) moment to unleash
0: yeah which he does throwing the fireball shot into the uh football guy's eyes burning Mm. his face because it's got tabasco so there's a reason he ordered that drink because he knew what he
1: was going to do with it
0: exactly see he's just everything is so um Mm. calculated for him so massive fight breaks out and david takes on all of these teenage boys punching faces breaking Mm. noses i think he breaks an arm at one point um yeah it's all a bit of chaos it's uh, it's all a bit chaotic it is and they all leave crying yeah so they should because they're assholes which they deserved (laughs) they definitely deserved (laughs) that luke had been knocked unconscious at one Mm. point Mm -hmm. I think he broke his nose or something yeah he got punched in the nose Mm. and so, after the fight, David is speaking to the bartender and says, Call the police and tell them the truth. A gang of high school kids came in here and demanded you serve them drinks. You tried to ID them, but they threatened to cause trouble. There was a fight. You didn't really get a good look at the other guys. Mm-hmm. And then gives him, like, 300 bucks. Yeah, some, some ridiculous He's, like, here's for the
1: damages. Yeah.
0: And Luke... I think Luke even mentioned to him at the table about money. Yeah, I think
1: he's like, are you rich or something? And he's like, cash isn't hard to come by or something. Yeah, that's exactly what he says. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: So back at home, Laura notices that Luke has a bleeding nose and asks him what happened. Uh, Luke says, I got into a fight at school. David backs him up and says, Luke's Mm. fine. He's going to be okay. Anna notices that David has bloody bloody knuckles but doesn't say anything. Mm. She's already suspicious at this point she's like all right there's something going on here (laughs) Uh, Anna tells uh, her mother that she's getting ready for Kristen's Kristen's having a party and Laura tells her that it uh, would be polite if she invited David along with her for the party so Anna you know she's quite hesitant and reluctant to ask him does, and he says yes he thinks that would be nice
1: I can't think of anything more awkward than not knowing anyone and being asked to a party where you don't know anyone. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not going. Piss off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, mm, I'd rather stay home, thanks. But
1: yeah. Thanks. We're used to staying home. I don't need to go to strangers'
0: parties. <laughs> yeah. I'll just hang out here. It's all good. Mm. Uh, as she gets ready to go to the party, Anna is annoyed that Luke is in the bathroom using all the hot water slash taking too long. and she bangs on the door and yelling at him to hurry up, the bathroom door swings open and David steps out in a haze of steam, wearing mm-hmm. only a towel around his waist.
1: Yes. I mean, uh, hello. Um I was just reimagining that scene in my Where head. are
0: we right now?
1: Mm. I was just picturing, you know, if I opened the bathroom door and Dan Stevens was there <laughs> with a the towel on, I'd be like, Hello. Oof, hello. The steamer just make me pass out. <laughs> Like I'm sure it could get a bit more steamy, Mister Stevens.
0: <laughs> so we all definitely had a moment. Anna had a moment. Yes. Everyone had a moment. Yep. David had a moment.
1: It's. I, I, I'm pretty sure, like Dan Stevens, actually worked out ridiculously
0: specifically oh, really? for that scene because of oh. a shirt on. He wanted to look ripped. It's the only one, the only scene of him without a shirt. Mm. So he would have, yeah, he would have just for that scene. Yeah. <laughs> him. I'm like, thank you. I would still we thank appreciate, you for you. We yeah. appreciate the aesthetic mm. and the commitment you had to the role, mm. sir. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Need to say more.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Anna and David arrive at the party and has driven them there. Mm. And Anna says to David, so look, this isn't a big deal or anything, but this isn't just Kristen's place. My boyfriend Zeke lives here too. Mm. David says, I didn't know you had a boyfriend. Mm. Which Anna says, uh, yeah, well, neither do my parents and I wouldn't mind keeping it that way, at least for now, if that's all right with you. And they head into the party. So
1: my so nice secret. to
0: <laughs> mm. anyway.
1: It all works, doesn't it? He finds out the little secrets.
0: Yeah, he asks like the right questions and the. Mm. Oh, he just. It just happens so, like. um, mm. Oh, I don't know the word. Like, he just does it immediately. Like, it's like natural for him to be that. He, he's just. It, it feels like the character
1: knows he's so charismatic as well. Yes. That he can kind of get away with it.
0: And he's charming and. Yeah
1: polite <laughs> i mean look give me five minutes with that man he would probably have my bank account details give
0: me one minute <laughs> for like oh yeah here's here's my bank card i trust people <laughs> so easily i'd be like oh you you just need to you need twenty dollars for fuel yes here take my card yeah. but you can have my whole all my belongings yes i am so easy like <laughs> When I'm being manipulated evilly, I can tell. Mm. But if someone's polite and manipulating me, I can't tell.
1: Yeah, it's always like that. yeah, it's like you want to be that helpful person. It's,
0: yeah, you want to be that nice person. Yeah. Yes.
1: Then you feel bad after. And you don't like that.
0: <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to feel bad later. <laughs> It's just like, here, have everything you want, Mr. Dan Stevens. It's <laughs> fine. I mean, like, someone could just come to me and say, I'm Dan Stevens, and I'd be like, here's my bank card.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not the right Dan Stevens, but so it's just He's Dan Stevens. That's all that matters. Hey, <laughs> <A> Dan Stevens. <laughs> uh, inside, Anna is sitting on the couch with Zeke and their friend Craig. She says, no, making weed. You know, mm. David's with us. You know, he's... Mm ex-military to be weird uh, at that moment David walks in carrying two kegs, one on his shoulder, the other in his hand and oh, he's strong He is strong <laughs> and people are impressed mm. um, He goes and helps uh, Kristen get the kegs tapped afterwards David comes in and sits on the couch with Zeke Craig and Anna. Craig offers David the joint and he takes it inhaling deeply and then passing it to Anna.
1: It's a very, very just. It's a sensual scene thing. It me. is.
0: <laughs> I'm like, look. As far as joint smoking
1: goes, I'm like, look. It's it's not the most attractive thing to be doing, but when he does it, it's fine. Mm, it's hot. <laughs> That's all there is to it. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> it's like, oh, fan me down, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did warn you I would be like this. (laughs) I was looking, I've been looking forward to it. (laughs) Even if he is a psycho, evil psycho killer. I don't know, I think that kind of just adds to, I
1: mean, maybe it's just me, but I feel like that adds to the attractiveness. (laughs) Like the more you evil the they are, yeah. The more evil and just messed up they are, it's like, oh wow, they're really attractive. It's wow, like, do you just got you know
0: so attractive. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, shit. Maybe I really need some other kind of therapy. <laughs> I haven't tackled these issues. I need yet. to
0: discuss this yeah. next week in therapy. I Why think. Why do I like all the evil characters? <laughs> Why are they so attractive? I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Later, David is having a conversation with Kristen when uh, some young men join in the party. David asks who they are, and Kristen says, that's my ex I was mm. telling you about. As if, like, hello, didn't you know I was just talking about him forever? <laughs> we I like, oh, that's such a classic, like, young adult thing.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, okay then.
0: <laughs> the ex, uh, whose name is Drew, comes over and asks Kristen if... Uh, They can speak privately. When she rejects him, he grabs her by the arm. Mm. David steps in, grabs Drew by the wrist, twisting it, and pushes him away. Uh, Of course, Drew tries to fight back, to which David absolutely beats the living shit out of him, smashing his head into a wall and knocking him unconscious.
1: Dude should have known
0: better. Just like, David is obviously an older man. He is not a twenty twenty one year old noob. Mm-hmm. Uh, David drags Drew out of the house to the sound of applause of people from the party. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you look at
1: that dude compared to the other guy. and It's like, are you really gonna? Are you really gonna do this? Yeah. Well, if he
0: murders you, that's on you, mate. It, yeah, I mean, Pretty like much. a lot of people think that they're um, mm-hmm. they're equal or greater mm-hmm. than. A lot of people yeah. <laughs> stop that. No. I just assume that everyone. I am just weaker than everyone. <laughs> that's how I enter anything. Yeah, I that's the like, getting punched in the face. <laughs> I, I. But the thing is, I'm a very confrontational person as well. Like if someone pisses me off, I'll tell them oh, straight yeah. to their face. Yeah, me too. But also, I'll be inside of me. I'll be, It's just like an impulse. I have to tell someone if they yes. annoy me. Yes. Uh but inside I'm like, oh, I hope they don't punch me in the face. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. They Shut can't. up, cat. Gonna take up some boxing lessons <laughs> or something now. Yeah, in case someone wants to go fisty cuffs in a car yeah. park with me, I can't do mm. that. Mm. Uh afterwards there is an intimate scene between Kristen and David, and she says, You don't seem like you're into it. Mmm. He's just on another planet most of the time. I think he's just got plans yeah. and plans and plans.
1: Yeah, it's like he's almost going with the motions and it's like, you know, she obviously finds me attractive, let's blah, 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 fit in. And it's yeah. almost like he forgets what they're doing because obviously she's saying you're not, you're, you you don't seem you're into this. Well, he's a bit of a floppy
0: wiener at the moment. Yeah. Until he realises like, what oh, he shit. should be doing. It's like, oh, okay, oh, I'm here to bang. I forgot. Oh, (laughs) I forgot what this interaction was. Yeah. It's always like that. (laughs) Uh, Afterward, David comes out and sits on the couch with Craig, um, Mm. who offers him some more weed, and he says, nah, I'm all good. And Craig says to him, hey, I wanted to say to you, man, we're not like hippies or anything. I wanted to say I totally support what you guys are doing over there. You need anything here. You let me know. And David asks Craig if he can hook him up with a gun. Mm. And he's like, I'm a soldier. I like guns. Mm. Yeah, it makes
1: sense why he'd want a gun.
0: Yeah. So well, he got that covered. But I like
1: that off his face, Craig is like, I could to impress this dude. He just bashed the shit out
0: of some guy. <laughs> so I'm not next. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But then he like goes into this like spiral conversation about how he's got asthma and he could never go over to like be in war because of his asthma. And David's face is just like deadpan. He's just like, I don't give a fuck. Shut up. Just get me the guns. (laughs) He just wants his fucking guns. It's his right to own guns. Yeah. (laughs) It's his second amendment right. (laughs) (laughs) If he wants his guns, give him his guns. Give him his damn guns. (laughs) Uh Anna and Zeke emerge from Zeke's bedroom and Anna is clearly upset by a discussion that they've been having and Anna asks David if they're ready to leave. Yeah. Outside David offers to drive because she is stoned and she says, "How do you know that you're more sober than I am?" and his response is, "I'm bigger than you." Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, also very true facts. <laughs> uh <laughs> While they're driving, David comments that he likes the music and Anna offers to make him a CD. And uh, David goes on to ask her, do you want to talk about it? Because obviously he noticed that she's quite distressed. Mm. And she says, no, it's just, it's nothing. We had an argument, old stuff. Zeke, when we first started dating, I love that he was in a band, But now I'm saving up for college and he just isn't moving on, you know? Like, he doesn't even have a job. David says, well, he's a drug dealer. (laughs) like he's got a job i like how he's just so
1: frank with he's a drug dealer
0: yeah and then she defends him and she's like yeah he's just she's just he's just selling weed to friends that's what they all say yeah exactly uh when they arrive home they head towards their bedrooms david thanks anna for inviting her to the party she goes into her room and grabs a cd writing on it mix cd for david Mm. uh then we see David in his room, or in Caleb's room, and he's just staring out the window into the dark. Yeah,
1: Like, does that it's, man
0: sleep? It's, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. It's kind of a little creepy. He He's a creepy dude. Mm. Mm. He doesn't like sleep. No, I don't like sleeping either. It feels like a waste of time. <laughs> Half the time it does, but then he's like, I want to sleep. And then I'm like, oh, I really got to sleep. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> be doing so much more but no you to sleep i'm gonna sleep that is that is how my brain is like yeah. all right i'll go to bed now mm. waste eight hours of my day yeah pretty much
1: <laughs> i'm glad you feel the same
0: way you know david just lies awake at night With his thinking eyes. of all
1: his schemes
0: <laughs> i wonder if he blinks mm.
1: that's one thing i didn't really pay too much attention to when i've watched it mm. Because there's definitely like in some roles you'll notice that they don't blink as much to kind yeah. of go with that character, and that's something I like haven't actually looked at with this, but I, I'd be
0: curious. Yeah, if, if they anyone show knows, him doing it, if anyone's watched it recently, mm. email me at contact at tgifpod.com. dot com. Let us know if David blinks in this film. Mm. Let us know if he because we need to know. Yeah. I can't
1: remember. Yeah, I can't. I would. I haven't paid attention to it. Which yeah. Is-
0: weird because it's something i normally will pay attention to i'm just too busy looking at his blue eyes yeah got me in there and i'm like oh pretty eyes uh the next morning anna comes out to make her coffee and she sees and hears david outside speaking on his mobile phone david says an orthodontist i don't know i don't need that fingers yes he continues pacing and speaking on the phone and anna kind of like moves out of view but is still listening and David continues saying, as soon as possible, I already feel like I've waited too long. Money's no issue. Mm. Anna returns to her bedroom. And because she's suspicious of this little interaction that she's had mm. listening to David, she decides to call the military hotline or mm. something along those lines. I don't know what it yeah. is. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what it is. I think maybe it's
1: something to, to track down someone or it's some kind of number to do with the, the army or military or whatever.
0: Yeah. And she's decided to check in to see who Mm. David Anderson Collins is. Mm. And Anna's obviously the only one who's caught onto his shit because she's Mm. like, uh, something's going on. This is all too weird.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a little too perfect. And it's almost like she was kind of getting one over by him, but then she sees that thing to kind of give her that suspicion where no one else kind of, uh, I guess, is probably even aware to kind of look for these things, whereas I feel like she's mm. probably more still on alert and that's how she would, you know, how she noticed it. So, yeah, yeah. So like Luke's think, you know, too
0: young, Laura's yeah. in denial, Spencer's worried about his job. Yeah.
1: And I feel like, you know, someone like Luke thinks he's way too cool, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we definitely
1: get more of that soon.
0: Yeah. So Mm. after the phone call, the woman who Anna had spoken to is uh, accessing a file, and it is David Mm. Collins' file. We see on the screen, which has a completely different photo on it Mm. and an alert on the screen that says, record classified, contact Mm. KPG Corp immediately. Mm. Mm. So now we definitely know something is fishy
1: with this man. Something
0: is going on. I mean, we knew that already. We did, we did. Because that's the whole premise of the film. (laughs) But But we get what is going on. Uh, We see an official looking man walking down a hallway speaking on his phone, saying, Tell Fort Kenilworth that David Collins is deceased. Just give them the official version. Mm. We'll take it from here. He goes into a meeting room with a group full of people who are in suits. It looks like quite an an important meeting. Oh, what's happening? That's my dog barking. I don't know why he's being an asshole. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to the show. Ready? You can shut up. Please <laughs> sit
1: down, mate.
0: He okay? <laughs> yeah.
1: He, he refuses to be without me and then if I'm recording a podcast, he'll get up halfway through and be like, I'm going to make noise now. Oh, he's excited. Just sit. It's Okay. All right, yes, where were we?
0: (laughs) Uh, In the meeting room, there are a group of people in suits. Uh, A man interrupts this meeting and lets uh, the man who is speaking know that something has come up. Mm. They all get up to leave and outside in the hallway, they are discussing the phone call that Anna had put through Mm. to Fort Kenilworth. Um, Mm. Mm. So he, Hendrix, which is one of the men in there, um, mm. Is talking about future work with the military in light of Project Agalia's e- dissolution. ga e- let's go A E G O L I U S. It was something, but they, I think that that's the program that mm. um, yes, we'll yes. Re- find more about later. Yes,
1: it has to do with David and then this character and then potentially Caleb.
0: Yes. Mm um a pickup truck is parked inside an abandoned rock quarry craig stands next to the truck along with an older man by the name of higgins who uh is covered in some really grotty tattoos Mm -hmm. (laughs) david walks into the quarry and meets the guys waiting he's there to buy some guns and ammunition from craig and higgins makes a comment about not being too sure if david knows his guns so to show him david quickly takes apart one of the pistols and puts Mm -hmm. it all back together um, and then Craig reveals a boot full of an arsenal of weapons. Yes. Yeah. Just what you'd imagine would be in everyone's car. Yes. If you're mm. Batman. Mm. Does Batman. Batman doesn't use guns. No. No. More
1: like just if you're somewhere
0: with guns, you need yeah. guns. <laughs> yeah. A boot full. How, I
1: don't know. I just I feel like that's how like one in five Americans would be. No, I'm kidding. They're all going <laughs> to hate me now. Look, that's just how we see the world over I mean how we see the country <laughs> over here. Yes. Yeah. You need to change these perceptions if it's not true. It's probably one in 4 people. That's I'll just say hard.
0: like one in 10. <laughs>
1: Getting
0: in trouble. Yeah, me too. I uh, shut up. <laughs> so David says, "I'll I'll take all of them." He wants all of it. And He gets like all of the handguns. And he's like, "No, everything. everything. All your guns." You got money for that? What does David say?
1: He has money.
0: No, he says no. I'm going to kill you. Oh, that's... <laughs> I went
1: completely blank there. I was like, he does
0: have money, but no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. No, he's just
1: going to kill you. So he picks up the gun and shoots Ethan Embry.
0: Yeah, he
1: shoots Craig. Who is? Well, shoots Craig, and then the other one, but the other guy. Uh,
0: but uh, I love that you see. Um Craig's head explode at the back as he's like running away from it and then his body like skids across the mm. gravel from like his body's like running momentum. I was like That's, yeah, that was cool
1: and then I think we see that there's like grenades
0: yes in there as well yeah there's like all kinds of shit there's in there everything shouldn't be there. yeah nobody should have access to that. I wouldn't be touching any of that I couldn't uh I'm too clumsy. Mm. I, I'd probably blow myself up with a grenade. I'd probably, yeah. Mm. I'd drop it and be like, oops. Mm. Not, I'm not going near him. No. No, Not
1: going near him. No way. Yeah.
0: Uh, analyze on her bed listening to music on her stereo when her phone rings. Uh, when she answers it, she falls silent listening to the voice on the other end of the phone. Uh, she comes out to the kitchen and tells her mum about the phone call that she mm. received. Um... Uh, I think they're talking about uh, Craig pass- passing away.
1: Yeah, I think someone told other that he was shot.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Spencer comes home. And- oh, no, actually, this is a different conversation. Oh, my God. Have I deleted stuff? I don't know. Oh, my God, I have. I'm trying
1: to remember how it goes, and I just watched the movie today. <laughs> Because I think she she has, there's two phone calls she gets. I think she gets one that says that Craig and the other guy were found killed, but then she gets one, I think, where they tell her
0: that David
1: blah, blah, blah is is deceased. Yes. So the first phone
0: call is the military base calling back. Mm. And Anna comes out to tell Laura and she's just annoyed at Anna and um, doesn't understand why she did that. And she doesn't get to finish what she was saying because Spencer comes home. Mm. And when he comes in, he grabs a glass, pours himself a whiskey, telling Anna and Laura that someone had found his boss, Alan, and his girlfriend dead in his home. So this now makes him the regional manager, and he has to start the very next day. So, hmm. I wonder what happened there. David has managed to sneak in and is listening to the conversation taking place in the kitchen. Spencer offers him a, him a drink, but David says uh, in a minute, I'm just going to go put my bag away.
1: Anna's right. phone
0: rings and she leaves the room to go to the, like another room. I think she's in the living room or the dining room or something and she answers her phone. Uh, Zeke is on the phone. He's driving along in his truck and he's called Anna to let her know that Craig has been found dead in the woods and that someone has shot him. And um, I hate that you can see David creeping in the background listening to this entire conversation. Oh, my God, he totally is. It's like, can you leave? (laughs) No, he can't. (laughs) Uh, We then hear sirens and see police lights. Uh, Zeke has to go uh, because the police are pulling him Mm. over. Um, Anna leaves and goes to visit Kristen at the diner that they both work at together. And uh, Kristen looks like she's been crying and it's obvious that she's already heard the news about Craig. Mm. back at the house david and luke are sitting out in the front yard getting ready for the spooky season and they're carving some pumpkins
1: pumpkin carving because what else are you gonna do
0: i've never i i've never carved a pumpkin have you
1: neither have i i don't like the idea of doing it either i'm like you get the whole pumpkin then you gotta grab everything out of it got it no no thanks that's too much work for
0: me pumpkin seeds bake them Mm -hmm. in the
1: oven Mm. yum pumpkin seeds are great but the rest I mean pumpkin everything is great but I don't want to sit there and you know yank all the guts out of it and <laughs> like what a way nah no and then it rots anyway yes yeah, so leave yeah. it to someone else someone else can do it I'll just <laughs> look at other people's pumpkins yeah I'll just admire some really cool ones I've seen with some like yeah. really
0: epic artwork yeah they're the leave cool ones them. Yeah, leave yeah. it to them. <laughs> uh, back at the diner, Anna is telling Kristen about what her phone call was all about, mm. saying that David Collins is dead and that she has seen an actual real photo of David Collins um, and goes on to talk about how everyone had died in a fire at the military hospital in Idaho. Mm. Cover-up story. What is happening? So that's the official story. Mm. Um David and Luke carrying on completing their pumpkins and Luke's jack-o'-lantern is (laughs) this very ornate, detailed (laughs) (laughs) jack-o'-lantern. And when they go inside, David offers Luke some advice. Never let anyone pick on you, otherwise you'll carry it with you forever. Those guys at school, they're bigger than you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, then bring a knife to school. If they take it away from you and beat you up, go to their houses at night and burn them down with their families inside. What's the worst they can do? Mm. I'm sorry. What?
1: Mm. This movie.
0: That <laughs> moment for me, I was like, did Luke not think that was fucking weird? Yeah. He didn't even question it. He was like, oh yeah, no worries. Yeah, I'll burn no. the house down. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, dude. No, you will not burn the house down. Yeah, That was a real moment for me. Calm down. Um, Luke and David are in the kitchen when Anna arrives back home. She sneakily takes David's cell phone out of the pocket of his jacket hanging on a chair and goes into her room and starts taking photos of his recent phone calls. All of a sudden, the phone starts to vibrate loudly as it rings in her hand. She panics and takes the phone into Caleb's room and returns to her room so freaking fast we see david enter the hallway with the peterson's home phone to his ear Mm. and i've written here the call was coming from inside the house (laughs) (laughs) this is where shit's gonna get real yeah it really does just go like bam 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 bam. yeah after like this scene and the next one
1: yeah you get the quieter moments and then it's like nope Yeah. Enjoy that quiet, because it ain't going to be quiet for much longer.
0: Yeah. Uh, Zeke calls Anna to tell him he's been arrested for Craig's murder. The police had found Mm. a gun in his truck, and apparently it's the gun that had killed Craig. I wonder how that could have happened. Mm. So Anna goes out to tell her family, yells about how David is a stranger, and that nobody really knows him, and that the real David Collins is dead.
1: Mm. To which
0: David produces his dog tags and says that, you know, I'm part of special forces. That's the story. Mm. I should have mentioned that before. Uh, You can get (laughs) dog tags from anywhere. Really? Like, that's not proof. I can (laughs) order a set of dog tags online. You'd think
1: he would have, like, had something a bit better than that.
0: Well, he does offer to show his paperwork. And Spencer's like, oh, no, 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 no. That's that's fine. You don't need to do that, David.
1: <laughs> so easily convinced.
0: Yeah. So the next day, Anna is driving Luke to school and she tells him about how uh, Date about David's phone and that she has paid for a re- reverse directory on his last phone calls and has found that one of the phone numbers belongs to a plastic surgeon. However, he's not a doctor anymore because he lost his license for performing a facelift on a patient while drunk. Mm. So Anna and Luke are discussing, like, why would David need a plastic surgeon? Maybe he needs to do this. Maybe he's trying to get away. But, you know, Luke is kind of, eh, alright, I'll have a look into this for you. At school, uh, whilst in class, one of the students who David attacked at the bar calls Luke a... Uh, mm, uh, a nice word. The word that I... I'm not going to say it. Anyway, no, you don't have to. He calls him a slur and Luke mm-hmm. attacks him and they both end up in the principal's office. David arrives with Mrs. Peterson and convince the principal to let Luke off with a month of after-school detention, getting prepared for the homecoming dance. So David actually goes into the principal and essentially threatens to sue them because he thinks or says that, you know, um, the student uh, perpetrated a hate crime and he would hate <laughs> to take that, you know, um, to the board that you let, um, you know, physical violence against gay students. So you can guess Uh what the slur Uh was based Uh on that. Uh So basically the principal's like, all right, don't worry, after school detention for a month. And they're pretty happy with that. Outside, Luke and David are having a conversation and Luke tells him in confidence that Anna is suspicious and that he knows David must have killed everyone who's turned up dead in the last few days, but claims he doesn't care because we're friends. He says, "I mean, at least uh, that's what I figured. I know you're not really David Collins. I looked him right up after Anna said that. So maybe you don't want people to know who you are. A surgeon who would do that sort of thing is probably pretty rare. I mean, there's probably rules against it. But that doctor, well, I guess he needs the money, so he'd do that kind of work. <laughs> and then he's the like, weirdest conversation. <laughs> it's just so teenagerish. Like, yeah, you know, even like the thought pattern and the way he's." yeah it's like typical teenage like Mm. i think this is why this is happening but i'm still Mm. figuring it out
1: it's like he's talking it out and (laughs) not realizing the shit he's saying
0: yep like Like the magnitude of it
1: yeah it's always like oh yeah i'll accept you that's all fine because we're friends you know we're cool friends but yeah this seems so like you know weird and shit but he's just going along with it and it's like
0: dude, maybe you should run away. Yeah, maybe, like, go speak to your mum about this, because this is fucking weird. And the fact that he, like, gave you a knife and... Probably regrets that decision. Ugh. Luke or... Oh, no, David will regret David, that decision. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also asks, you know, you killed Dad's boss too, right?
1: Like, he's totally cool with it. It is like he's cool with it. Maybe Luke had figured this all out all along and he was just like, this dude's way too cool, I don't care.
0: Yeah, he's like, ah, I've got a friend that's all good. Don't yeah, he worry has a about now. it. He's a
1: murderer, but it's all good.
0: Yeah. Uh, later in the day, David is helping Mrs. Peterson with the laundry. This is where all shit hits the fan. This is where, you know... The calm um, before the storm happens. Exactly. You know, we had a miniature
1: storm before, but this is this, is, real storm.
0: this is the actual yeah. Hurricane yeah. David. Yeah. Um it is. Two large black SUVs are pulling into the driveway at the Peterson's house. One has a Major Carver in the car, who I guess is an important figure for this mm. project at the military. And uh, he actually asks if she's Anna Peterson, and she's like, "Oh no, that's my daughter." Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, um, (laughs) no, she is, I guess. uh, True. Mm. They're just like, "Are you Anna Peterson, ma'am?" It's
1: like, what? You couldn't look up who Anna Peterson was from MySpace? Blah blah blah, and da 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 da. Yeah, okay, dude. Okay,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're the military. (laughs) All right. Um. Mm -hmm so basically the team that he's got like a whole SWAT-ish looking mm. team with him. And they're there to kill David mm. who basically kills everyone except Carver. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in, at this point, you know, there's like a whole shootout. They've been all over mm. the house. Laura is hiding in the kitchen behind mm. like their, um, what's the thing in like the, the, the island? Or the island. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whether the bench of the island. I
0: can't yeah. And um, David is, has found her and is sitting Mm, with her. mm. And, um, (laughs) you know, they're chatting and he's like, you know, I didn't mean to do this. Mm. Like this wasn't meant to happen. Um, And Laura freaks out and calls out to the the officers that are there. Mm. uh, To which David stabs her with a huge ass kitchen knife.
1: Mm -hmm. That,
0: (laughs) you don't see, you don't expect that
1: to happen. no does.
0: I can't believe he betrayed her like that. He just poof, he had she no choice like,
1: apparently. I'm
0: calling you, I'm calling the military because I don't know you. Yeah. And they're here to get you so you need to yeah. go with them.
1: Yeah, she's but... just trying to do the right thing.
0: Exactly. Uh, then there's another huge shout, uh, shootout and David escapes in the SUV after like driving through the, gar- the garage wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. He's an escape artist. What he's pretty say? good at it. He's not very quiet at this point. No. In the escaping department. No. <laughs> <laughs> so David is speeding down this uh, like freeway, highway kind of thing. And as he's driving away, he notices that Mr. Peterson is coming the opposite way. So he crashes into Mr. Peterson's car. Mm,
1: what a coincidence. <laughs>
0: I just hate this scene, um because he it's just so mean, yeah, so David gets out of the car and realizes that Spencer isn't mm. dead, so mm. he apologizes, and then I can't remember if he snaps his neck or shoots him.
1: I can't either, <laughs> my mind doesn't work on the best of days.
0: one of those things happen, and he does he says sorry I think he yeah. shoots him.
1: Mm.
0: And he grabs his backpack and runs off over the fields again.
1: Yes, because he likes running. He
0: really likes running. He's a running enthusiast. It. He loves it. How does he do that? Like, I don't know. He just has the passion. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's really passionate about running. <laughs> I mean, did you have a running club at school? I didn't, but I just want mm, to know if nah. other people did. No. Nah. Oh. No. Nah. Okay, maybe like, it wasn't a thing. Running me too. Oh, yuck. I already weigh 52 kilos. I don't need to be running. Uh, I weigh too much to be running. <laughs> I don't want to. It hurts. I was just very malnourished as a teenager. Um, As a lot of teenagers are when yeah. it comes to anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Major Carver rocks up to the diner because he's like, fuck, gotta get mm. Anna. We gotta leave. We've gotta get... We gotta go. We gotta get Luke. We gotta get out of here so he uh, like uh, abruptly tells Anna that her parents are dead yeah he's like your parents are dead your parents are dead what I I, I mean he ripped the band-aid off like he could have just held out not told her and then just left it for somebody else but you know he did the right thing he also also tells uh anna that david is a former test subject for a military health program and his mental Mm. condition has been programmed to um if he believes his identity is compromised to kill everyone who knows about it Mm. So. so there's a bit of programming in there yeah, which I, and the thing is, the, the one thing I didn't like about this film is that they don't lean too much into it. Mm. I mean, there's like a little bit of a story and then that's it.
1: Yeah, I think what I do like is that they kind of keep a lot of it a mystery.
0: That's true, yeah. Like
1: you don't know why David went there in the first place, what he was trying to do, if anything he was doing was legitimately for Caleb and... You know, mm. if this is just his his warped head yeah. or the programming or what. But, yeah, I find that because it's so open-ended, you don't really know. I find yeah. it just adds to this intrigue of, yeah. Um, of everything. Yeah,
0: he, he does say, you know, I'm here for Caleb. I'm mm. here to do this for Caleb. It's like, do you owe Caleb something? Mm. Like, were you best friends? Were you lovers mm. maybe? Like, there's no... Mm. Um, There's no information as to why David arrives at the Petersons' house Mm. at all. Mm. Except I I, I was friends with Caleb and that's it. Yeah,
1: and, you know, with how calculated he was, like, that one thing, which is what um, Anna does, is make that phone call. Like, that, you'd think it was something he would have considered, like, if I act too sus, maybe someone will try and ring up.
0: Yeah, someone it's will be smart like, enough to check. Yeah,
1: it's almost like, why was that not in your plan? I find that interesting.
0: Maybe he thought that they'd be, like.
1: Someone enamored with him or something. Yeah, yeah, or so
0: easy to manipulate, whereas mm-hmm. Anna is very resistant to mm. his bullshit because mm. she's just a jaded
1: young yeah. adult. So she's mm. like, I
0: don't, this is too good to be true. Fuck yeah, all. exactly. Waiting yeah. for the penny to drop, you know? Mm. Mm. Um. So after Anna and Carver leave, David then arrives at the diner. He goes in, asks Kristen, where the fuck is Anna? Well, actually, he's really polite. He doesn't really swear a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when Kristen doesn't give David the answer that he was looking for, he shoots her in he front of her. all of these customers yeah, at the diner. He just shoots her. Whatever. Right in the guts. Out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but when he leaves, he blows the restaurant up with his grenades. Those grenades came in handy. <laughs> Why did he blow it up? And leave no witnesses. Yeah, that's, no witnesses yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so he heads to the school because he's assuming Luke's at school. That's where they'd be going. We've got to go get Luke. He's on after school detention. Yeah. So uh, Carver and Anna are heading for the school as well, uh, which is set up as a haunted house for the Halloween dance. And this Mm. like ending scene is probably my favorite in heaps of movies because it's just so, it also made me laugh at different points. I don't know if other people felt that. It's just
1: (laughs) so good. It's so well like orchestrated. It's great. It's Uh, so good.
0: So Carver is telling Anna about the program that David Mm. was in. And he says, the soldier you know as David was one of the subjects of a medical experiment. His spine was damaged in combat. And even after surgery, he was in pain. He volunteered for a procedure that would turn off his pain receptors and allow Mm. him to consciously regulate the flow of adrenaline in his body. Mm. So that shows like how calm he is when he's approaching people. That's why he's so charismatic. That's why Mm. he just don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah um and carver goes on to say the idea being that if we could get soldiers to control their fear responses push their adrenaline when they needed it we'd lose less men but it changed our subject while we had him under study he killed several people and escaped he burnt their bodies so it would confuse us we thought he died we thought he'd died in the fire initially but the Mm. time we figured out what he'd done the trail was cold Mm. And so, yeah, we find out that David, yeah, went a little bit off yeah. plan <laughs> mm. at the hospital. Uh, at the, Very much so. Yeah. So um, we don't even know if, like, Caleb was part of this program mm. and had died overseas and that's mm. how they knew each other or if David came back from Afghanistan and yeah. was part of the experiment. We don't know if, de- if Caleb yeah. actually died in Afghanistan Mm. Or if that's the official story. Yeah, but I think
1: because that photo that was in the home was something that David couldn't manipulate, we know yeah. that they did know each other in some yeah. way at least.
0: Yes, yeah. Mm. But we don't know what his motivations yeah. were for using the Peterson family yeah. as his, like, escape route. Mm. Um. So Carver and Anna arrive at the school to get Luke and they open the front doors, which is a barn, like covered in Halloween decorations and him and Anna find themselves at the entrance of the maze which Mm. is shaped like this giant jack-o'-lantern yeah it's so cool I love it it's so cool uh I I hate mazes because I get so confused yeah I know right I hate it too so disorientated like get me the fuck out of here yeah it looks cool it does. Because they're, um. I love when they're going through the maze. Carver's like, oh, military police, I'm here for Luke Peterson. How do I get through this maze? Yeah. <laughs> this is where I laughed because, like, o- the voice over is uh, the teacher who's saying left, right, right, left, yeah. left, right. It's left, just. And then straight. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. It's-
1: Just typical, classic, like relatable shit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It just it was so funny. And like Carver getting. Like frustrated with all the Halloween decorations because there's like fake blood everywhere. Yeah, corpse parts, butcher <laughs> knives hanging from the ceiling, and he's just like, "What? Get me out of here! What is like, going on?" <laughs> he even comes across like uh, these animatronic clowns, and they're like yeah. got their arms going. <laughs> they eventually get out of the maze, and- <laughs> which that <laughs> that scene just cracked me up because it just wasn't expected against yeah. everything else that has happened that's so intense and then you're like this little comedic relief of a Halloween maze. <laughs> uh, I don't and... too much
1: effort for that school.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they just made the students do it all. Mm, um, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. They emerge from the maze out into the dance floor which is decorated with pumpkins, bales of hay and there's like a giant mirror ball hanging from the ceiling. Uh When they get out there, um, uh, I can't remember if Luke is there with her, if Anna finds him somewhere else, but they're there on the dance floor and all the lights in the building go out and a spotlight hits the mirror ball above them, which begins spinning, reflecting, you know, beautiful lights everywhere. Fog machine starts whirring in the corner of the room, filling the room with fog. David announces his presence by playing Anna's mix CD. It's the same song that mm. they listened to in the car on the way home from Kristen's party. And mm, um great. Yes. Oh. He I don't think he even he comes out, but at this point, Anna and Luke have entered into like the mirror maze to try and escape him. There's like
1: the mirror maze bit because it, it sort of led to the gymnasium and stuff, but there's like all yeah, those other like, bits and pieces, so it's like so disorientating, like where it is.
0: Yes, because I was trying to write my notes to this part, and I was like, oh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but there is a shootout with Carver, uh, Carver trying to shoot David. Um uh and they're they're near the entrance of the mirror maze, uh, but uh Carver realizes that he has shot the reflection of David. And yeah, there's like all these scenes where they're moving through this maze, and Carver's trying to shoot David, and David is just like evading him. He's like getting away. And it's really cool how they film this and um the the reflections that they've used and how david has used them to his advantage i thought it was cool mm. i just think this whole scene like it's just
1: every moment just it works so well yeah it's like it confuses you because whatever the hell the school's doing
0: <laughs> you're with like, that thing but it? it's just like
1: it's so intense though and you're like what's gonna happen this dude is he ever going down and you yeah. think he's gonna go down no he ain't gonna No. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: Uh, one bullet does hit David in the side, and blood bursts everywhere from his wound. However, he doesn't seem to notice at all, and this is going back to that uh, thing that Carver was saying about being mm. able to switch off pain receptors. Yeah, big time. Wouldn't that be cool? No, no, pain makes me feel human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially because I, I feel it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, they uh, Carver tries to shoot him again, uh, but David moves. Um, again and the bullet hits another mirror in a mm. little bit of a tussle David slices open the major's uh, wrist with this box cutter and he draws the blade all the way up towards the major's elbow and uh, he drops his gun blood pouring out everywhere and he pushes David away He's basically, he basically Mm -hmm. bleeds to death, crawling Mm -hmm. after David to try and stop him. He does. I was like, that's gnarly. (laughs) Like the pool of blood when he just lays on the ground and it's like pooling around him. I was like, oh, yuck. Anna and Luke are still running through the maze to try and get out. Um, They're in like uh, the red part of the maze at this point and they reach the door of the gym to find that it has been chained shut. And Luke says to Anna, Anna, it's just David. I don't know what's going on, but he wouldn't hurt us. Mm, and it's like, no. I need you to trust me, Luke. Come on and be quiet. Um, they have to turn around and end up back in the gym. And Anna approaches David with Carver's gun. And she shoots him Mm mm-hmm which is she looks (laughs) badass with that gun she does (laughs) he don't give a shit hey like watching um him be hit with these uh like bullets and expecting him to be in pain or some kind of like reaction happen is so discomforting watching nothing come from him Mm -hmm. he's just like this is an inconvenience can you stop Mm
1: -hmm.
0: pretty much (laughs) he's He's like like, stop why the
1: fuck are you doing this really it's just so, like, not convenient for me, like, right I now.
0: I really can't. I just want to kill you right now because you know about my identity. Uh, which, mind you, you don't find out who David actually is either. mm No. He's just David. Yeah. David stabs Anna in the leg and attempts to <sighs> choke her, but Luke rescues her by stabbing David with his own knife twice in the back. As he seemingly dies, David tells Luke that he did the right thing and gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> He's like, yep, yeah, good job, mate. Why didn't you give him that knife in the first place? It was your downfall. Ah, uh, you should have known that would come back to bite him in the ass. He should have been more. He, you know, Look, he thought he had Luke on his team the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, While sitting in an ambulance outside, the school slowly burns to the ground and Anna and Luke overhear the conversation between the firefighters. They only found two corpses, but they had all their teeth pulled out. Anna looks up to see a firefighter enter the building and then leave. The leaving firefighter appears to Anna to be David, who has seemingly survived. Mm. They should do a guess too. It really needs to be, I guess, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs>
1: what would you I call mean, a sequel to the guest? Um I don't know,
0: actually. Maybe you could just call it David. <laughs> <laughs> I would call it another guest. <laughs> the guest
1: returns.
0: Oh, that's even better! <laughs> the guest. And then I'll ask, add, add
1: I'll be like, the guest comes back to Marcy's bedroom. Oh no!
0: I don't want to see that movie. (laughs) I think only I I would want to see that movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a home movie. It sits on the back closet. Yeah, it just says Marcy's home video on it. (laughs) Just Marcy's home (laughs) video. Yeah. So that is the the guest. What a fantastic film! Guest, just
1: so crazy, nuts, Mm. beautiful, funny, intriguing, intense. Dan Stevens, Dan, amazing. Dan
0: Stevens.
1: Yeah, I, I just think like you don't see films like this that often mm. and it, it does kind of blend like a few different genres together um, and it doesn't actually like overcomplicate itself by trying to explain all this stuff. Yeah. I think it kept that relatively simple and they could have even like not had that. And it could just be like this dude's just gone crazy.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I like um, that there's that little bit of he was an yeah, experiment. A, yeah, um he's basically superhuman. Yeah. In a way. It's got a bit of that in there. And you
1: can kind of look at it as like um almost a bit of, you know, social commentary in a way that it's like, um, do we really know what so, you know goes on there? What experiments are happening on people, blah, 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 blah. You could almost look at it hmm. as secret how secretive things are. But I think a lot in this film, and I think I've realized it um probably not so much in my my first couple of watches, but as it progresses, it does have a lot of interesting themes about um almost like some toxic masculinity traits where um, you know, it feels like this home life, they they can't be in touch with their feelings at all. And I, I think, you know, that there's so much disconnect that it feels like if this family had actually spoken to each other, and I specifically would say that Luke is a big one because he just doesn't say anything. Yeah. Um, and then it, especially with how kind of the dad reacts to things. Yeah. That, you know, whereas the, the women don't necessarily hide how they're feeling, but it, it feels like the men really do. And I feel like there's a bit of that in there because then you see like the school bullies, how, you know, they're just allowed to go drink wherever they want blah, 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 this, you know, there's uh, all sorts of little bits and pieces in there. And I think you probably find that with a lot of um, the stuff that um, uh, Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett do. There's all little themes and commentaries in there. And I think this, you know, this one just for me, I don't know, I just love it. Um, And, yeah, it's interesting to kind of pick up on these little things.
0: Yeah, I definitely recognise that in the film and definitely the theme of processing grief uh, and loss and how different people do, um, you know, go through their their stages of grief and whatnot. And, you know, we've got Laura at the start who's in denial and then she's seeing David and getting to know him and feeling a connection to her son. And then when she, you know, uh, basically calls out to the police about him, that's her accepting her son's death. I, For me, like, you know, that's her, oh, I'm accepting that, that I've lost somebody and I'm in, I'm ready to process that loss now, even though she does die, Mm, which sucks, mm. but (laughs) it's just really fascinating. This film is incredibly fascinating and I think everybody should definitely watch it. They
1: absolutely should.
0: And they should watch it regularly. They should. I've seen it, you know, more than once this year. (laughs) I'm definitely going to rewatch that soon. Um, So as always, what is the last horror movie that you watched?
1: Hmm. I guess technically it would have been misery. Oh, okay. Because um, yeah, uh, it is one of the uh, obviously Stephen King adaptations, and it's coming soon, or maybe it's already come out when this comes out. Don't know. <laughs> uh, for the King Zone podcast with um, Stand by Me, Misery, and Dolores Claiborne. So I guess technically oh. it would have been misery the other day. Oh,
0: nice. I watched um american mary that's not too bad i enjoyed it far more than i thought i would
1: hmm there's i just i've heard a lot of things about the Soskars and that makes me uncomfortable so yeah i was like
0: i'm gonna watch it and then i saw them in it and i was like oh no i can't ignore that you're in it
1: yeah they're not in it too much yeah um but it's kind of when you watch something like that you just got to kind of got to separate them from what it is because you know you've got um, everyone else involved in the film should not have to suffer for what they did but yeah absolutely you know, it's, it's not showing um, any kind of like um what's the right word um it's not like you're condoning anything oh no absolutely way. not yeah. it's
0: just one of those films that everyone's like you've got to see everyone's
1: it. talks about it Yeah, it's pretty much why i saw it in the first place
0: yes because the actress that's in it is a katherine isabel
1: yeah, Catherine Isabel from Ginger Snaps. Yeah,
0: and I was just like, I really liked her in Ginger Snaps, and Ginger Snaps too. So I'm gonna watch something else that she is in because she's meant to be brilliant in this, and she was. She was really fantastic mm. in it, and um, just very, she was a queen in that film, <laughs> the the revenge queen, which I thought was fantastic.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's definitely an interesting one. Yeah. Uh so where can listeners find you and your website your podcasts give us the Yeah
1: ten. well pretty much everything is at supermarcy.com so that's s u p e r m a r c e y um yeah supermarcy.com it's the super network if you look up the super network you pretty much <laughs> find us somewhere on Facebook Twitter everywhere and um I'm often found on Twitter under supermarcy or Letterboxd to remind myself what I've been watching. Um, I think my username is super underscore Marcy.
0: <laughs> I've been using uh, Letterboxd a lot more uh, in my 100 days of, a horror, of horror movies in, uh, 100 horror movies in 92 days, which I'm very behind in, but I've got plenty of time. i got mm. this. <laughs> got I'm this. up to 25 films, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how I go. Well, you thank you there. for joining me again. No,
1: thank you so much. It I was love- a real pleasure.
0: Yeah, uh, you chose a fantastic film to talk about. I'm yeah. so stoked we got to talk about it. It's a film that I wouldn't have thought of myself to be like, hey, someone come and talk to me about this one. I'm uh, glad
1: I was that person. Yeah.
0: And thank you, listeners. If you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others. Post about it on your Facebook or leave a right- rating and review on I think Apple or Pog, I don't know. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Twitter at catstead underscore and on Instagram at cattjf For all the latest from the podcast, follow on Twitter at TGIFpod. You've been listening to TJF. See you next Friday.